Hello, and welcome to Ryan and Brian's Bible Bistro, a podcast all about the Bible, theology, and all things related to the Christian faith. I'm the Ryan half of Ryan and Brian, and this is episode number 41, and it is also our final episode for both season one and the year 2021. Uh, In this Christmas episode, Brian and I are talking about the world in which Jesus was born into and what that means for us. Before we get started, I just want to say a quick thank you to all of you who have been listening this year. Brian and I have had a lot of fun and are excited about next year. And as I say every week, we would love if you would share our podcast with friends as word of mouth is the best way for us to expand our audience in the new year. All right. I think that's about everything I've got for today. Let's jump right in. Hey, Brian. Hey, Ryan. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. You doing well? I'm doing well. It's it's uh, We're getting ready to talk about Christmas. It's not quite Christmas when we're uh, uh, recording this, but when people are listening to it, it'll be Christmas. So That is correct. Or the week you of. You are correct. When they li- the week of yeah. before the Christ child's arrival on right. December 25th, right? Right. In yep. zero... Zero? Yeah. Year zero? Is that so, right? Yeah. Is that the accurate dating? No. There was no year Brian, zero. This is a joke. And engage with me, Brian. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh you are the absolute worst. I'm trying to liven it up here, Eeyore, as we just talked about in yeah, previous episodes. So, hey, speaking anyway, of previous well, episodes, I just heard today from my sister-in-law. And uh, she was talking about oh, turkey slop. Turkey slop. turkey slop, yeah. And she <laughs> she confirmed that indeed I did name turkey slop turkey slop. That was the name that I gave it. And uh, yeah, just an interesting uh, uh, interesting thing overall. But <laughs> yes, that is interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting turkey bread butter and salt in yes, a pan. Yes, indeed. and it's and again, I believe this confirms <laughs> you are terrible at naming things. <laughs> I, I will accept your children. They're beautiful names. <laughs> I will take credit for that. Saying. Anyway, no, it it and I'd sent you a picture of turkey slop, and you said it looked much better than it sounded, right? So, yeah. <laughs> again, the essence of the problem. <laughs> All right. So yes, well, I, I it, guess it looked pretty. good. I, I guess the good news is I've never good. been good at naming things because I was a kid when I named it that. So it's always been a problem. So you're consistent. Yeah. You're consistent. Well, so what are you? How? What are you up to this? this season? Uh, you, you know, not a whole lot. We're actually taking uh, our children to Harry Potter World oh, nice. in Universal Studio here shortly as a little bit of a Christmas present. Is that slash Orlando? Is that... Orlando, okay. yes. Heading down to Orlando for a couple days. Going to go down there before, right before the holidays to, you know, get their Harry Potter fill. But, uh, you know, we're getting ready to celebrate the season, you know, with the Christmas trees up. Right. Um, we've got some kids choir stuff at, at school. So, um, you know, just trying to prepare for the season and do as much right. as we can. And of course, being a part of the beast. Right. So that's, that's, a, yeah. that's our so tradition. we've been doing quite a bit with Christmas. We did all, uh, four weeks of Advent, right? And then, Correct. and then today we're going to talk about Christmas a little bit, and then we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks. Is that, that's the, yes, that's the we rumor. are going to take a break. Okay. Well, it's factual. It's not just a rumor. I I can confirm. So we're going to take probably a two, three week break here at the end of the year because, well, we should all be doing stuff with our families. And uh, that's what I want to be doing. And so, you know, every week 
we've been pumping it out here. We've we've almost been three quarters of a year here, and so we're going to take a little bit of a break. But we've got some fun episodes that we've already yeah. been talking about. I don't know if we want to. Well, 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 we're going to be coming back. We're going to be coming back hot. We, we have some interviews that have been on hold for a while that we're really looking forward to, and have some uh, some new guests. We're going to have maybe back some guests that we've had in the past, and then we're going to discuss some books. Uh, that yes. we've been thinking about a lot of our actually it's uh, you know and I'll, I'll go ahead and put a plug in here anytime that if you're a listener and you want to give us ideas there's been some listeners who have asked us about some particular books that we're going to be discussing and so there's plenty of opportunity for the new year if you want to give us some ideas about what you'd like to hear us talk about so yeah so and I, I'm really excited for what we're com- uh, a book that we're going to be talking about coming back yeah. so we're really we're going to talk about how the Bible actually works <laughs> actually that'll make more sense when we actually right, talk about the book right. but it's uh we're going to take on some of the stuff that's that that's on out there of course we're going to be a positive spin uh positive for all of us but uh yeah we're going to take a two or three week break this is gonna be our last episode here until the new year we'll keep you updated on the face page the facebook page the myspace page all of the pages <laughs> where you can find out when we'll be returning right um but we will be back so do not fear i i did get some listeners that i told we were going to take a break and uh, they were not pleased. They're like, you know, that's that's the in, end of all good podcasts. It's, oh, we're going to have a short break, but... Oh, no! <laughs> it's but over. we do have... Like, uh, I would say that it's one of the biggest lies you ever hear when you're out at a music venue is, uh, we're going to take a short break for the band. And you, you know. Well, I invited them in the midst of that to go, well... We're looking for wealthy patrons to support us going forward. So yeah. if you'd like to keep it, like that opportunity. Keep it and going. we always encourage people to share about our podcast and let people know because uh, more people that are out there listening. And we're getting quite a few listeners. Uh, we've had a good yes. couple of shares on uh, Facebook. Thanks to Clayton. He said some good things about us and some other yeah. people who've been sharing. We appreciate that. So Yeah. It, it, and, and I say this every week, and I think most people uh, – tune me out uh, <laughs> on the beginning and the, the outro is that like sharing is the uh, is the best way to help help us kind of share the message right. and get and get the word out there because uh, neither you Brian or I are social media mavens it's true or I'm not an influencer I, I might get a hat though if I can get a hat <laughs> for Instagram then I could be an influencer well, anyway um, but anyway so yes we, we appreciate everybody that's listened and uh, been a part of this so far but we will be back so we're setting that up but now we're gonna talk about Christmas, Christmas yeah well, I T- actually tell us about the coming well I of actually the Lord. am gonna ask you this question first so what uh, when you think about Christmas what do you think about Ryan what when you think about it in terms of uh, not just the family stuff we've been talking about or the preparations but what do you think about when you think about Christmas? Um, I think about the baby Jesus. <laughs> the okay. The coming, the, 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 I mean, the, 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 you know, it's how the New Testament kind of gets its kicks off is like, this is, right. this is something new that, that God is coming into the world. Right. Um, so that's, that's what I think of. Okay. Well, yeah, we talked is about. Is that the right answer? Well, no, that's fine answer. I just, I didn't know what you, you would. <laughs> You would mention it. I, I, when you pop these questions up, I know Brian's going to set me up and beat me down. <laughs> well, I'm not. Uh, you know, I try to do what I can, but no, I, I, I was not. I wasn't looking for anything in particular. But you know, there's here's the interesting thing for us. I think when it comes to Christmas, uh, you know, I know as as someone who's in the ministry every every year uh, in the preaching ministry every year. 
uh, you know, comes around and it's like, you know, does, do we preach the same sermon again or do we, do we make something new or what, you know, how do we, how do we make it interesting and engaging? And yet that's the time there are many people, usually one of our largest attendances of the year is on Christmas, uh, Christmas or Sunday that's close to Christmas. And so, so thinking about how to talk about Christmas and, you know, getting some of the meaning out of it is is always a challenge, I think. And that's why I just wondered what you what you had in mind, anything you found particularly interesting about Christmas or any any thoughts that you had. Um, yeah, good. I, I would say like as as a uh, I've struggled in the past and I don't, I don't know if this is like a sh- talking about struggles, but yes, I, I, you kind of get in that rut yeah. of it's every it's coming uh, every year. Like, how should I feel? Right. You know, and it, it, it's hard because we've so commercialized it to, you know, like, how do I separate my feelings about Christmas, like about Christ versus the family and all that other stuff and going, how do I make it? And, you know, it's exciting for me. um, But, you know, I also think about like, well, what Jesus really told us to remember was his death, (laughs) the cross, not like, remember the day I was born. I'm not saying it's bad. No, no, the incarnation is an important part of this as well. It's interesting. I've mentioned this before of, of the four gospels that we have in, in the new Testament, only two of them really give us any of the birth story at all. Um, That's uh, Matthew talks a little bit about the birth of Jesus, but Luke is really the one who gives us the most detailed, most of what we think of as Christmas when we think about the birth of Jesus comes from Luke, a little bit from Matthew. Mark begins with the preaching of John the Baptist. You know, he just gets right into it and um, John, of course, begins with this big poetic thing about the beginning of the world and and uh, the word and the preexistent word, and he really is focused, I think, on incarnation there. Uh, some people have talked about the book of Revelation has this scene of the birth of the Christ child, we would say, or this one who's supposed to be born of woman, and it contains a red dragon. dragon. And, right? So we've <laughs> yes. got that kind of interesting imagery in that that story as well. So so it really, it's only two of the Gospels that give us anything about the birth of Jesus. But yet again, it, it, I think the church for for a long time, and we all feel this, right, that that you mentioned Easter, and I'm not I'm not taking away from what 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 you said there. I think that's absolutely true, but for whatever reason, the church has decided these are two um, celebrations that we're going to pay pay a special attention to: the time of Jesus' birth and the time of uh, his death, burial, and then, of course, res- Easter Sunday is really about his resurrection. And so, it's just just an interesting um, you know interesting kind of thing that the New Testament. Uh, all the gospel writers didn't even find it important enough to talk about, but a couple of them did. And so, so I thought we, <laughs> and, and and I'm going to show you how astute I am here today. Is I thought since we're a podcast, let's do something visual. So, <laughs> for the win, everybody. <laughs> so I have a picture that I, I have sent to you, and and we're going to post this. It's uh, it's an older photo. We're going to post a link to it on our uh, website if you want to uh, look at it. But uh, I just sent it to you today. Um, Ryan, for you to kind of uh, peruse. It's by an artist, a, a Dutch artist from the 16th century. Uh, his name is, uh, I'm going to pronounce this in an English way. His name is Peter Bruegel. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pronounce it in the the correct way because it's a little bit too Flemish for me. That was a little dad joke there, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, and moving on. <laughs> moving on. This painting, though, I want. So here's where here's where you come in, Ryan. I want you to describe this. How would you describe this painting? What does this scene paint the picture uh, with words for our listeners today? 
It is a muted scene, okay. muted colors right. of serfs, okay. people, peasants, <laughs> not right. the, Pe- yeah, that, peasants. That's the word uh, it's usually like, used, yeah. Yes. Um, it's a town where life is busy, people doing their uh, regular things, but there is a group that is gathered. Okay. Um, it seems at, I'm going to say, it looks kind of like a barn. Okay. There's a group gathered there. There's someone there that looks like he's writing something down right. as these as these people come up, and it looks like he's paying a little something. Uh, someone in a green tunic is paying the man. Giving him money. Uh, okay. There. A little bit of money, and so it looks like there's a there's farm life happening, but there's a group of people congregating around one building, okay. and uh, looks like they're registering yeah. or paying a, paying. Something. About how many people in this whole scene, in this whole painting, do you think there are? This is. Ooh, I'm gonna say there is sixty. Okay, because there's there's people in the distance as well. There's a, there's mm-hmm. people gathered around another bu- building in the background. You might notice. What yep. time of there's, year would you say it is? Oh, this is definitely a it's winter, a winter scene. scene. We've got snow. Uh, there's a f- we've got sticks. The trees have no leaves. There's a frozen lake in the background that people are walking across mm-hmm. with packs on their back and this kind of thing. And so we have a, a pig pig being slaughtered. I see. Yeah, that, that also. It's interesting. You said daily life. There's kind of snowball fights going on. There's a pig being slaughtered. Yes. There's people kind of going about their business, doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. Uh, several kinds of buildings. There's buildings that are falling down and there's some that are more uh more uh up-to-date kind of buildings and just a lot going on in fact somebody's building a shed here in the kind of the upper right hand side of this there's lots going on young people older people uh just a lot happening people cooking people going about their daily lives now Bruegel called this the census at Bethlehem that was what he titled this this painting and mm-hmm. do you see anything at all that would suggest why he would call it that? I see uh, a woman okay. in a blue wrap sitting upon a donkey. Okay, and so and you, it looks like someone's someone's leading okay. uh, the woman on the donkey. So you have this now. Did you notice that at first though, when I first sent you this, or not? I did not. Okay, and so that's the interesting thing I found about this painting, and that's kind of the point I wanted to make uh, for us, kind of as we think about Christmas. Is and I think I think Bruegel did this intentionally. He he gave us this image, the kind of the traditional image really of Mary on the donkey and Joseph leading her. She's got her blue robe on that, that we usually think of with uh, with in association with Mary, and uh, you don't notice it at first, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's not really the first thing that draws your eye because there's a lot going on. There's a lot that's happening uh, around and. Here's what I think so interesting about this is when we think about the birth of Jesus, or, or let's put it this way, you're, you're going to get probably how many Christmas cards? I know you're a popular guy, so you, you guys, well, your wife, Lauren, is a very popular lady. But there we go. There we go. That's better. You're going to get That's a few better. hundred <laughs> Christmas cards, probably, you know, maybe a thousand Christmas cards, something like that. But uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that popular. When, when no. you have the scenes of Jesus' birth, Usually they they seem to be very isolated, right, and very quiet. Mm-hmm. And yet the Bible gives us detail that suggests that's not the case, uh, because you might remember that the whole point of Jesus being born in the manger is that there was no room for them in, in the in the sleeping areas in the normal places that people would stay. Uh, it was a busy time because all of the people who were descendants of of David had come back to Bethlehem. 
uh, all these descendants of Judah had come back to this to this place in order to be registered for the census. That's how Luke chapter two begins. That's how Luke begins his story about the birth of Jesus by saying this took place in in the context of a Roman census. Now we could talk about some things that I think are interesting about that. Uh, maybe we'll do that another day, but. And there's some people who even question, you know, it, when was this census? The do we, census you know, do we have yeah. historical record? That's not really my point today. Here's my point: is we get this image, I think, sometimes that the birth of Jesus happened in this very, um, how it's out of the way, uh, quiet kind of place when it would have been in the middle of a bustle. You know, Mary and Joseph mm. coming down to Bethlehem would have been among thousands literally of people who would have been traveling on the roads trying to get back to their to their uh, place of birth and so it, it would have been a place of noise and a place of confusion uh, a place of uncertainty I think you know not not even know here here's this this um, woman who's very pregnant about to give birth and and to not even know where you're going to be staying that night I think is is kind of the image that we get and it's it's a place it's it's noise and it's confusion around us now the reason I think that's important is because that's kind of like we are too sometimes right uh, and, and I think we especially struggle with this around the holidays you mentioned a time for us to spend time with family uh, and yet uh, th- just this week I, and I hadn't even thought about saying this but just this week I'm thinking about the number of people who have said to me, well, you know, the holidays are a very busy time. In other words, they've been talking about, let's mm-hmm. get together, but man, the holidays are just too busy. Let's let's do it another time. And so this time where we remember the birth of Jesus is a little bit like that first census in Bethlehem would have been, right? This time of confusion, this time of noise. Um, our, our lives are not like Hallmark cards, you know, they're not like quietness where, yes. where there's solitude just with the family, you know, we all sitting around the Christmas tree singing Oh Holy Nine or whatever. Um, <laughs> and so here, I guess, is yeah. the point I'm trying to make, that Jesus was born into this real kind of world. And that's the thing I appreciate about this painting by Bruegel is, is that it is, it is a real world. Uh, it, it is, a, life is going on around them. The other interesting thing I keep thinking is how many people would have been within a stone's throw of Jesus' birth and had no idea about the significance of what was happening there? Because they had their own stuff going on, right? They had their own lives and their own issues going on. And so I guess for me, it's thinking about this this idea that we have to be the people who make the time and who pay attention to the significance of what's happening in Jesus' birth. We're the ones who are responsible for making sure that we don't miss in our busyness, um, you know, that kind of an idea. I, I often think when I look at this painting, and you you did a good job describing these are kind of daily life scenes, I kind of think if we were painting this today, what kind of scenes do you think we would include? Do you, do you have any... Because we're not really rural peasant folk, most of us these days, but what kind of scenes? Are we talking suburbs here? Are we talking urban centers? I think sup, you know, any, any of them. I mean, whatever you think. I mean, it's... Uh, shopping. Yeah. Grocery store. Yeah. 
Uh, right. Instead of slaughtering the hog, we'd be at Kroger well, or whatever your local grocery store right. is. So don't, yeah. don't want to name Going any, to the mall, anybody. you know, the people that are shopping here, right. um, filling up our gas tanks. Right. Going, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, going on trips, right. Go, going yeah. to see family. Sometimes that's as much as you want to see your family, if they live at a distance, sometimes that is just a hassle to travel. Maybe it's busy airports. Mm, what other kind yeah. of ideas do you, do you have there? Stuck in traffic. <laughs> um, our house, it gets real busy around our house because there's a mall and it's awful. Right, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, and it's just like it's the general, I think it's a general, like it's our kids getting ready yeah, for Christmas, like yeah. kids programs yep. and, um, you know, th- that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, there's a whole variety of things right. to... Now, you know, going to see Christmas lights is its own, you know, it's the whole, it's its <laughs> right. whole thing. Right. So, so kind of my point, I guess, is this, is, you know, the interesting truth, though, is that Jesus came to be our peace. Uh, we talked about peace a, a couple of weeks ago on, on our episode there. Jesus came to be our peace. And, um, you know, that, that's the interesting thing. Listen to Romans chapter five. I want you to, I want you to listen to this passage and then I'm okay. going to look at one in Psalm 46, if you want to go ahead and turn there. But, yeah. but I'll just read this, Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Paul says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. And we've talked about this before, that that um, our sin has broken, has broken our relationship not only with God, but also with lots of other things around us. Uh, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. I uh, quoted a, 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 on an earlier episode, Ephesians chapter 2, which talks about he himself, Jesus himself, is our peace, making the two one. Uh, in other words, he's reconciled our relationship with other people as well. Uh, and so it's interesting in this time, and here's the thing I, I want us to remember. We talk about the Prince of Peace. You may see that on some of your Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. He, he came to be our peace, and yet it's in the midst of this busyness that we remember his coming. Now, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing because that that's life. That's daily life. But what I'm saying is that we need to recognize uh, the peace that is in our midst. We can't become uh, – we don't want to be like the people who were so engaged in their day-to-day life that they missed um, this um, uh, important event that was taking place in their very presence. And so, again, I would say for us, maybe the most important thing that's going to happen is our our recognizing, again, who Jesus is. It's not all the malls and, and, and all, all the travel and all that kind of stuff kind of thing that's the most important but what is most important is recognizing who he is any thoughts on that or comments yeah i think that's uh gosh i i think i've said this almost every episode i think that's the hard part right is to not let it slip by you know and it's um i had this conversation with with uh somebody recently and we, we talked about how church used to be right and like it was like wednesday nights um that we'd have like a meal at the church right. and like you know a lot of churches don't do that anymore right. and it was just like you know uh, our culture will take as much as we give yep. it you know what i mean like the world will take as much of our attention and yep. our time as as we'll give it and you know every year I, I come back to this feeling of like how do i make more of this time how do i make short more of that reflection right. and um to to not let it become something that is that is a busyness of my life right. that i just let it fly right. by and i and i think that's the 
you know, and I and I think that's the what I liked about that photo as we as we talked about it is that like in the midst of our chaos that comes to peace, it's not like oh he makes yes. everything peaceful and then he comes. That's exactly the he is peace in the midst of the of life. Yeah, that's exactly the point I was wanting to make, and I appreciate you saying that. Um, that that was really what I what I want to get across is it's not it's not that peace is just an is is a, a absence of activity or anything like that but the peace has to come in the midst of our of the reality of where we are is is what I'm what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. thank you very much for saying that yeah we we had a, a minister once on a christmas eve that that you know the 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 service was very small and you know and he's like you know realizing that Jesus didn't come with a marketing team. Right. You know what I mean? He came as as a child right. and you know like and it was this this quietness. Right. You know, he came like the world was still spinning around yep. it, but he came in quietly yeah. uh to and 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 who he is and how he came into the world. So Here's the other passage. This goes right along with what you're saying. So I'm going to bring this in right now, Ryan. Psalm 46, I said uh, to take a look at there. Um, I'm there. Go ahead. What's that? Do you have it? I'm there. Okay. I, read the, I, just I'm read the speedy. first three verses. And again, I, I want you to notice this. We'll go ahead and just read those first three verses, and we'll look at some of the rest yep. of it in a minute. God is our refuge and strength, and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. So it's the same kind of thing that we, we're, we've been saying is it talks about God's being, th- this passage is all about God is we can, we can trust in him and, and, and we can take our refuge and, and, and we can look to him for our strength. But it's not that the the circumstances around us are going away. It's not that the that we're taken out of the problems that we face. It says there he is our he is our ever present help in times of trouble or in in our trouble is where he comes. And then that description. I mean, how, how much worse can that be? The earth gives way, the mountains fall into the sea, the waters roar and foam, the mountains quake. You know that that's a that's an image of even the the, the physical world around us being. Uh, upset and in torment, and yet the the answer is we can find refuge in God. Let me read the the next few verses. The same kind of an idea. There is a ri- this is verses four through seven. Uh, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her; she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar; kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice; the earth melts. And so there again, we have that picture, that image of of God's kingdom. Oh, and verse seven is the Lord Almighty is with us. God of Jacob is our fortress. God is with us. He's the one who protects us. But but the nations are in uproar and kingdoms are falling. You know, it's not it's not that those things have ceased. It's not that daily life has come to an end. But it's that God is our peace. He's our strength in the midst of this. So come read this uh, read this last uh, bit there for us, eight through eleven, uh, if you will. Yeah. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear, the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So again, we have this image of uh, an end to hostility, an end to war. But but this passage, and this is really the reason that this this psalm stuck out to me today, uh, as we're thinking about what it means to be peaceful in, in, in this time, is 
we have this challenge, be still and know that I am God. And we've, you've heard that passage before. I know this, this idea, be still Mm -hmm. and know that, that he is, he is God. And that's, I guess what I want to say is that we need to have those times, not, you know, we can't wait till the time when our circumstances allow us to be quiet or, or allow us to have that time, but we have to carve out those times in our lives, I think, to be in the very presence of God. Um, uh, this time of year for many of us is a change of routine and you know we're going to be gone until after the first of the year it's also a time where some of us begin to think about uh maybe things we want to do differently in our lives in the year to come and, and so i can kind of wanted to make this challenge to say let's let's take some time every day uh, no matter how long it is to be in the presence of god to be quiet and to allow his peace to enter within us uh, again it's not it's not a doing away with the, the the conflict. It's not a doing away with our circumstances, but it's being peaceful in the midst of this time. When you look at that painting again, the census at Bethlehem, and you think about kind of the things that you described, uh, Ryan, you know, from our daily life, from our school, if we're if we're students, or or in our workplace, uh, or in our family life, or in our community. Uh, those kind of scenes of life around us. Well, what I'm saying is, it's it's taking uh, time to be quiet in the midst of that, uh, and and being in the presence of God and acknowledging who He is the, in the coming of Christ. That I think it's it is important. Uh, Jesus came in a very quiet way, uh, as you mentioned, He came as as a babe, and so I think it's important for us to take the time to recognize and and to notice that in the midst of it. And that was kind of the message I wanted to get across today. Uh, anything else you want to say or add or yeah you know and i think that's you know as as we focus on him i think you know that's one of the things of the magic of christmas doesn't go away right. in some ways you know what i mean I that do. i think it's at some point the the the, the lights will come down you know the reeds will go away and family will go home and right. you're just like oh it's over for you know but like there is something far greater than right. that you know if we would take the time and and notice and that you know Christmas is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. The incarnation is the gift yeah. that, you know, that's <laughs> not to make it cheesy, no, but like, as, you know, saying. as we focus on that, that it's, um, this time doesn't have to, right. you know, I think that there's, there's always that sort of down, the downer that comes afterwards where it's like, oh, you got right. through Christmas and then winter's setting in and it's the cold <laughs> and it's the middle of February. Please, right. Lord, let the life come back to the outside. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's what, and I like what you yeah. said because I, I remember as, as kids, you know, we kind of have this great expectation about what Christmas is, and it's a time we look forward to every year. But, but I guess what I'm saying is, even as a, as adults, we really recognize what it means that that you know God took on flesh and lived in our midst and, and came so that we could have these broken relationships healed. It, I think it's really an opportunity for us again to grasp hold of you, you said the magic of Christmas, but this this mystery maybe this the specialness of this time of year the silence uh, of this time of year just a time for us to to tap into that uh, and to to make it like you said more a part of our lives um yeah, and the last thing I guess I should acknowledge as well we you know we we talk about family a lot and those kind of things but I do know for some people this is a very difficult time of the year. Uh, and and the prom, you know, family isn't always what it's supposed to be, and there may be brokenness there, uh, 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 even within the within our families and friends. But um, again, that's that's why Christ came. He came to to heal, to bring healing to us, 
uh, our relationship with God and, and to make us internally the people that that uh, we can be and also to, to bring healing to relationships as well. Uh, and I believe very strongly that God is able to do that. God is able to, in Christ, uh, bring about that reconciliation. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. He is the peacemaker. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Brian, thank you so yeah. much for leading us through the Advent series yeah. and uh, Christmas. And uh, yes. And again, just a reminder, we'll be back in January with season two of the Bible Bistro. <laughs> you said we're thinking um, about changing so, the music. Is that correct? That's that's a, well, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you we know, should have a I'm, poll. I'm, we should have a voter poll. I really oh, like, I really like our theme music. I think it's really kind of well, cool. It's. Are you trying to apply social pressure on me not no, to change the music? No, now, I just wonder what our what our listeners would think. How many of them would? You know, I, I'm up for. You did a great job finding you, you that was totally you that was your finding that music i think you did a great job on it and and i think i i think you could do equally well so just i, I well, maybe we'll put it out there is it like during the time if people feel like they want to engage with us like put out a survey right. what do you think what do you think about the music okay. what do you like um but uh yeah we'll be back here yeah. uh the beginning of january season two and we got we got some fun topics with you uh, to talk about, and uh, we have some opportunities yeah. for you, the listener, to engage with Very us good. some more. So, and I'll say uh, since we're really not going to hear it. from you again, Merry Christmas, and I'll say Merry Christmas, Merry Ryan, Christmas. to you and your family, and you as well. I, you don't have, still have turkey slop, do you? Uh, we may have a little bit left. Do you have like ham at Christmas? Yeah. Then you have ham we slop. We have turkey and turkey slop again because we like it that. Do you much. really? We oh love turkey my. slop. Have you tried it with other meats? Mm, I don't think ham slop. <laughs> I think ham slop is uh, spam. <laughs> well, there goes Hormel for a sponsor. <laughs> Hormel. Bible Bistro brought to you by Spam. Today we're going to talk about the book of Leviticus and the kosher laws. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Never mind. All right. So well, to our listeners, Merry Christmas. So to our listeners, Happy Merry New Christmas. Year. And maybe a blessed New Year for you. God bless. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ryan and Brian's Bible Bistro. Next week, we won't be here. Well, we'll still be on the earth, God willing, uh, but there won't be a new episode of the Bistro. Again, we're going to take a two or three week break before we come back with season two. We hope you will join us for that. Thanks again for listening and being a part of season one. We'll see you next year.